Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 12 of the Behind the Bounds podcast. It's the Max King tribute edition, being that a number 12, because we did ask our guest who wears number 12 for the Melbourne Demons, and he couldn't answer us because his knowledge is insipid. But in saying that, I am joined by Cooper. Coops, how are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm good, And we are joined by returning guest, Cameron (laughs) Haley. Cam, how are you? I'm very good. The first time, isn't it, that ever returning guest on the podcast? Yeah, well, Ak Ak has been declining all of our calls, so we sort of just thought, who else have we had on? Oh, we've had Cam on. We'll bring him back, because why not? Really excited, boys. But Cam, it's it's been a big week for you. You've won the minor premiership for the first time in 57 years. Correct. Do you mind talking us through Saturday night? What sort of emotional rollercoaster did you go on? Oh, look, it started off quite well. Like the first quarter was, uh, what was it, 15 to 13, I think, at quarter time. So we were, you know, mildly happy. And then second quarter was – actually, we kicked the first goal of the second quarter. So I thought, oh, here we go. Spiked it up. But then the blowout uh, went Geelong's way and they kicked, what, eight straight or something. And I was like, no, I just was not – That was six goals up quarter time, uh, uh, third quarter time. Wait, got it on. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Good work, Coop. Best thing he's done um, on the podcast. I think they kicked three goals to two in the third. And so I, I didn't expect sort of much to happen after that. And then um, she went bang, bang, bang. And, and I actually thought, I thought what will happen is we'll lose by seven or something. And like they'll yeah. come back and they'll lose. But... Um, I'll tell you what, that last, like, 40 seconds when there was the there was the deliberate out-of-bounds from Angus and then there was, you know, we're on first turn, our first name basis. I don't get how that was deliberate, eh? You're trying to keep the ball in to get it forward. Like, he's not yeah, trying he to kick it out-of-bounds to lose the game. In mid-air as well. Correct. Yeah. Anyway, the umpire love it. You know when they get a call deliberate, they run up to the boundary with their arms ready. Yeah. <laughs> a bit yeah, of they throw the arm up. Got the yeah. scoop action. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> but I think... Um, uh, yeah, correct. Uh, Scott, he, that's what he said. He said um, he couldn't understand the, the last two decisions, the deliberate yeah. and then the, the 50, which, yeah, I don't know about the 50. I'll, we'll take it. But, um, yeah. Was a you sort of know nice it's going into bounds. There's no need to punch it out, eh? Well, I think well, yeah, he, almost right. was, he was close enough to almost disguise it, young uh, Bradley Close, because obviously the rule is if you punch it away, it's, it's 50, like it's a time-wasting technique. So it, it is mm-hmm. absolutely there, but it's one of those ones where the feel of the game, probably with mm-hmm. a lot of umpiring calls late in close games, the feel of the game's obviously gone. I do think yeah. it was 50, but I'd be interested to see how many times in that situation it actually is paid. Especially yeah. if, there's a, if there's a crowd there, there's no way known that's paid for mine. Like if that's yeah. over in the West and a West Coast defender's done that, I don't it's think... It's Bounce back yeah, in. Well, it doesn't get paid off. Like, you don't see it get paid too often. So, mm. but I'm just glad it was. Take it and run, eh? Luke, Jake Lever, very nice kick into the. the he should have a shot. Matt yeah, Ball. we wanted our boy to have a shot. Well, that's what I think they were saying. That's what the July. He lined up for a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, he um, faked him out, buffed him, and then just kicked it to Maxi. Anyone could have read that that was going to Maxi Gorn if and, you knew, you know. Any yeah. D's player would know it was going to Maxi Gorn. And. And you see Stanley, he ripped his teammates. He yeah, it was his fault. Where were you? Yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> but, yeah, I um, I was so nervous. I, I couldn't watch. Came to the kitchen. Um, Got some party and, and went back in. Walked back into the room and, uh, and they were all just jumping over each other. I'm like, 
I said to my wife Hannah, I said, "What have I just watched?" I think I haven't put it on Facebook. What have I just watched? Actually, yeah, it doesn't now. seem like you watched it at all, Cam. I think you were in the kitchen. <laughs> I said that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those playing along at home, I've just been given the two finger salute, and I'm not happy about it. But um, <laughs> did your heart actually sink when Maxi took that mark? Because I was thinking, Jesus oh, Christ, no. if there was one day, de- I would trust Stephen May to kick that over over Maxi Gorn when he marked <laughs> yeah. that. Did your heart sink a little bit? Pretty much, because it was uh, it was round one, 2018, um, at the G, Melbourne, Geelong. He missed one out, like, after the final siren to lose the game for us. Thank you. And so if, if he was out any further, I reckon, because he, he always hooks, the, he kicks it to the left. Yeah. And I think, actually, with that with that one Saturday night, he kicked it straight. So maybe he's yeah. been taking some lessons from... From um, Grundy, because he's pretty good. He's pretty good on, you know... Grundy. The Ruckman, he's, he's pretty good in front of the goals. No, 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 no. In front of the goals, mate. Uh, correct. Um, so yeah, so that was my take. Uh, that was my take on it. So yeah, I, I actually I wasn't surprised that you won it all because I was on the phone in the first half to the ever admirable Alex Sinclair. Shout out. She's not she's not listening, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really watch it, but I thought Jesus is close. And then I watched the Bradley third close quarter. was it or. It was Bradley Close, absolutely it was. And then I, I turned it off. Quarter and I was like, what is this shit? But yeah. Ben Brown yeah. kicks a goal with about five minutes to go and he celebrated like he just won the World Cup for Australia. And I sort of thought there's a little bit of belief here. And then mm-hmm. I can't believe what I watched in the last quarter, but if mm. you don't win the premiership from here, it's a lost opportunity because if you can come back from 44 points down against Geelong over there, that's yeah. insane. Like there's mm. that belief now because if you're ever – a couple of goals down, like say you go, say you lose on the weekend and you play Adelaide, uh, Port Adelaide over there in the prelim. If you're mm. down at three quarter time, you're not losing that game because you've got that belief now. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised, like if it. Well, it's definitely your premiership to lose now, as as we'll get into later. But is it a nice feeling to know, like you've obviously seen some shit footy as a D supporter? Like there's been years where you've won two games. Can you actually sum up that moment of how much it means to you to have, finally have a minor premiership? It's well, it's the best year, best season they've had in my lifetime. Like they haven't been this good. So in my forty years, I don't know, Codger. Um, so <laughs> it is, um, it is very nice. I must say, very nice. I've actually got a really good stat for you, boys. This is this. I don't know who someone put this up on Twitter. So yeah. during 20, 2012 to twenty fifteen, Melbourne won seventeen games from eighty eight. In 2021, they've won 17 and a half games from 22. So wow. they didn't win this many games in mm. three, uh, four, four seasons. So you're know, right. I am the, the stats man. Thank you very much. The Swamp Thing, your job's been Mr. Mr. Football, is it all? <laughs> Just call me Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> Mr. Cricket. Oh, no. <laughs> but no, I think so now that the pressure's on us, yeah, because they yeah. won the minor premiership. So, mm. which look, it's not a bad. Not a bad thing, but um, we play, uh, play. The players want to want to um, impress the fans, so you got a bit of hope there, I reckon. I must. I think I've said to you guys, oh, yeah. it is a bit disappointing though. Can't go and watch it. Like I know yeah. the season, the season's still going, and it's it's all well and good, but it's their best year in my lifetime, and I can't go and can't go and watch. So we just have to cheer from uh, getting to. You can only hope they be a they be Richmond and have four years of it, eh? Yeah, well, that's right. This might just be the start of it. So, yeah, yeah I think it, I think it will be like obviously, 
you sort of look at it and go, okay, well, 2018 was the start of it. But then you sort of think, well, then they finished second last. But to mm. be honest, that mindset's completely changed. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Like there's yeah. no complacency anymore because I, I, and I still feel like there is a little bit in the fan base and, and rightly so, but I was going through Facebook after the, after the game and I was just looking at some of the comments that the pages that you'd commented on and I was just absolutely reveling in it for you. But I saw a comment <laughs> on one of them was, uh, and it was a bloke that just said, I thought we were going to have another honourable loss. And I really don't think after you've won 16 and a half games in a 22-game season, there is an honourable loss. Like, it's just a bad loss at that point because, Simon. Yeah. I mean, especially in the last round as well, to potentially clinch the first minor premiership in a lot of fans' lifetimes. Like, that's not honourable at that point. That's just mm. a, mm. we're not good enough. So, for you to be able to, to clinch that, it's definitely a mindset thing. And I feel like it, it showed a lot about the Cats too, going from a let's win the game to let's not lose the game. And whenever a team switches to that, they always lose the game. It's yeah, interesting to think about. Yeah. And Correct. the fact is that if we lost, we would have had to play Port Adelaide over there, um, which I don't know. Watch you, a wreck in excess. With a crowd teams. as well. Yeah, well, David Kosh in the stands. Who wants to do that? <laughs> but yeah. With with a crowd, it's like it's a big bit of an ask now. I Melbourne did beat them over there earlier in the season with the crowd, mm. but I don't know if you want to be playing them um, over there. So that I don't know if that was motivation for them, but uh, it's pretty it's pretty happy. I, I don't know if, if they're pretty was... lucky to get a home crowd finishing what they finished second or something. Pretty lucky to get a home <laughs> yeah. crowd. Yeah. Fluked a second place finish. Keeps they beat one top four team all yeah. year. And but like, that top four team isn't even in the top four anymore. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Like, to get a home you know, home final, plus you get a crowd, whereas if the D's got it, they probably wouldn't get a crowd sort of thing. Yeah, well, that's right. Well, the crowd's going to mean diddly squat on um, Saturday night. Like, having, really? a, having a crowd is going to be nice, but it's not going to mean anything in comparison to, um, in comparison to uh, what Port are going to have on Friday. Like, that's just the... The nature of the business, but um, mm, that's right. Are you looking forward to the final cam? Like Brisbane, obviously fluked um, fourth, not fluked, mm-hmm. but you know they fell into it a little bit. They Bradbury it. Is it they one? Do. Well, question: Who would you prefer to play, the doggies or or the lions? Well, the doggies, the doggies had us. Uh, they got us uh, maybe five weeks ago at the G. So I think I'd probably rather play Brisbane. And I, I, I think you're right. I think Brisbane probably feel like they. They got lucky getting fourth, yeah. so they're yeah. probably thinking, you know, what what do we got to lose? And um, which might not be a good thing for the for the D's, but we beat Brisbane um, in oh, where was that Darwin, I think, earlier in the year, mm. maybe. Yeah, um, and they 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 got them by I don't know twenty five points or something. So I think the doggies are a bigger challenge. And look, they might be out by the end of this round. So oh, yeah, by the end of this, can this only round. hope. So, <laughs> yeah, correct. It sort of looked like out of all of the teams that needed the double chance, it was probably them. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like with Brisbane's run of form, if they were to have not, you know, say they were to have beaten the Eagles by less than less than their required amount um, and finish fifth, I don't think they needed the double chance, but I feel like the Dogs need it more than anyone. Yeah. So I wouldn't be – and coming up against the Dons as well, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they drop out this week. Mm. Well, they beat the Dons beat them what three weeks, three four weeks ago. Yes, they had to put on a clinic. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's done nothing since. But no, I did. He did kick four on the weekend. 
Yeah, he kicked four in the first half. I thought he was on for eight. We did bugger yeah. all the second half. Speaking of Collingwood, what? Tax on buggery. Yeah, Coops, Coops, can we actually focus on Collingwood for two seconds? Because I was talking last week about how, geez, if Adelaide get up and you lose, you're going to get pick number two. But I completely forgot that Ned Guy shit the bed, traded that pick to GWS, <laughs> and Correct. you still don't actually have a confirmed pick in the top 18 yet. Because if GWS win a couple of finals, you're in some deep trouble. Whereas you've gifted them pick two for nothing. <laughs> He's a fucking... <laughs> yeah, I'll mark that episode for explicit language. Yeah. <laughs> the Ned Guy tribute show. <laughs> yeah, what, what a guy. guy. Who is Ned Guy? What a guy. <laughs> what I actually did, um, how, did any of you watch? I want to get him on the show and ask him what was his tactic on that. <laughs> I don't think there was. I think he just wanted to create as much chaos as he did. And, then leave, well, yeah, look, yeah, and look, look at what he did. He absolutely ruined it in the trade period. <laughs> He's now the reason that you've actually had a good draft. But if you look at it, he's the reason why your president left. He's the reason why you sacked the coach. And uh, he's the reason why you finished 17th. So he's done his job. But um, what I did want to bring up was, did you actually watch the Brisbane versus Eagles game on the weekend? Correct. Uh, Yes. How good was the fact that they had the live ladder in the bottom corner the whole game? That was great. Oh, I love And the that. fans knew about it in the stands too. They must have had it something. I, actually, no, they did. Robbo was telling me, you know how they have little TVs? Yeah. He said they had the live ladder on the TV the whole game. They That's didn't have the game. They had the live ladder on the TV the whole, you know, the TVs above where you sit. Yeah. They had mm. that, the live ladder the whole time. I think that's amazing because, and obviously the, the players and stuff knew because I remember when McStay put one out on the full with a couple of minutes to go, like he was apologising. He's like, I know I needed to have scored there. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I love that. And I actually, mm. um, yeah, obviously there was a little bit of controversy in that one as well. Apparently the timekeeper had a monumental stuff up, like Gladys Berejikli and monumental. And um, <laughs> they shouldn't have actually got into the top four. They should, the siren should have gone a couple of seconds before McCarthy yeah. kicks that point. Uh, and to be fair, I reckon that, that that shaped the rest of the season because the doggies yeah. are staring down the barrel. Where's this information from, mate? Wikipedia? No, nah, Cam Tag's in it. Oh, did he? Oh, I'm saying that. What, yeah, there's yeah, no Jordan Assange going on here. Oh, was, it, uh, was it a behind? That's another well, that's call. Gonna, there's yeah. a bit of malarkey going on. I'm certain that went yeah. over the post. There's a bit of yeah. match-fixing going on. I'm, I'm sure it was uh, out on the full job. Score review. Umpire's calls up behind. Where's the thing that didn't go um, over the post? The only thing that sort of makes me think it was a point, though, was that the umpire, both boundary and goal, were really confident. If they called yeah. a score of you and it was still called a behind, then I would agree that there's a bit of Jaden Stevenson betting on your own game type really? situation. He's not coming <laughs> on the podcast after that. But, um, yeah, I think because they were so confident, you'd probably give them the um, the yeah. benefit of the doubt. But I'd like to see going forward in a round like that, that all of the games that actually mean something in terms of the top four and even the top eight overlap each other. So I would love to see the yeah. D's play the Cats at ten past one, and then and I know I know obviously I hate when fixed games overlap because you can't watch them all. But I would love for them either all to start at the same time or for them all to overlap or start half time. So you don't know what needs to happen. Imagine, well, because imagine imagine in that mm. game, um, you know they're all playing and they're like shit. We actually don't know where we're going to finish. And then you yeah. can't actually check and it's just like, well, if you win, then you're good enough. Like, they do it in the Premier League. If your game means anything in the last thing, they 
play them all at the same time. So yeah. then, like, you don't know if you've won the championship until yeah. the game's over and you've checked the results. I think that that's pretty cool because yeah. I feel like Essendon were in the p- position uh, on Sunday where, obviously, St Kilda knocked Fremantle out. They could have just rested all their players and just said, no, nah, forget about it. And... Um, you know, don't even turn up. But I'd love it if they actually had to turn up regardless. And then if yeah. they're good enough to win, they then get into the eight. But I don't yeah. think that will ever happen. Probably yeah, Collingwood, Collingwood didn't even turn up, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah he was saying that they had it up the screen the whole time, which is good. Not like snippets, it was the whole time. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. And it was regularly yeah. updated as well. Like, they were pretty good Correct. on the old Fox footy people to be able to update it so regularly. It was good. Mm. Correct. And the fact yeah. that it... It, it lasted till like 20 or 30 seconds to go. That's, yeah, that's when they got in. Yeah. So Correct. it was just suspense, real edge of seat stuff, really. We'll probably have yeah. to replace the microphone cord that Fagan threw in the air. <laughs> <laughs> probably ripped it out of the plug. <laughs> that's right. Oh. Get, get buddy, what's his name, Power AV in there to fix it. <laughs> get, get one from JB Hi-Fi or something. Yeah, get Ken to give you some commission. Oh, wait. Anyway. <laughs> oh, but what a, what a round yeah. of footy, though. Um, even the... The dead rubber game, even uh, of Hawthorne and Richmond, was unbelievable to watch. Mm. Um, mm. And we say there's no fairy tales in in football. You'd think after 407 games, four premierships, and a lifetime of being a good bloke, that there'd be some fairy tale written for you. But Sean, Sean Burgoyne got absolutely shafted. <laughs> One second to go, and he can't save the goal on the line. He's, like, he said it too. He goes, he's like, sorry boys, I should have got there quicker. Like he's real. <laughs> Mate, and then just smashed down old. a zinger box afterwards. Yeah, real good. <laughs> yeah, good sponsorship from them. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Like, I tell you what, like Port Adelaide and um and Hawthorne. Like, if that's not a warning to other clubs that you need to get KFC on the sponsorship bandwagon, I don't know what is because that's unbelievable. <laughs> Correct. That oaks and sandwiches. It's was, just and KFC then one of the boxes. players took a whole like a whole family like a catering box to himself <laughs> to hack into. <laughs> <laughs> They've taken the hard, hard goods, hard goods campaign at Rebel to get a mate's burger box every so often. <laughs> Times seven. <laughs> Maybe we'll get a KFC sponsorship for the podcast. Uh, there we go. Oh, I'd hate to know how much I'd use that sponsorship. Probably take four to five business days, so <laughs> to uh, get that get that sorted. Um, <laughs> what, yeah, I, I think it was a good tribute too. Actually, Duxie, just moving on here. Um, Eddie Betts retiring, obviously. Um, yeah. GWS uh, wore the Indigenous jersey. I think that was quite nice. Mm. Gave him a little nice. gift at the start or the end, whenever it was. Yeah, yeah it was nice. good. It's um, I feel like the... given he had nothing to do with GWS, if it was Adelaide, I'd be like, oh yeah, no worries. No, but like yeah. you know, it was good from GWS. They didn't he didn't play yeah. there or anything. It was good. Just, yeah, yeah. recognising a star of the game. But I feel Correct. like I feel like we actually are losing that crop of stars. To be completely honest. Well, there's Pendlebury still, still like, around, so... The stars is is great yeah. in air quotes from yeah. there. You look like Joey Tribbiani, but it's like, you look at the... <laughs> <laughs> you look at the um the name value in each club, and, and there's, no, there's no... I mean, obviously, Bontempalli, Petrarca, Steele, gone, whatever, but it's like the old the yeah. old crop... I think, Any Collingwood players in that, or...? The Pendlebury. The oh, old I'd... crop are finally moving on, and I feel like it's, yeah. it's good because we're able to see the emergence of new stars. Um, but it is always sad. I will say, going back to the Richmond game, David Asprey, I know that you're retiring. I know that you've retired, and I know that you're a three-time premiership player, but he goes and he picks up the match ball after the game. I thought, that's nice. You know, there's probably there's probably 10, but goes past Sean Burgoyne, shakes his hand, doesn't give him the match ball. 
goes mm. past Basher Hooley, doesn't give him the match ball. And he goes past mm. Alistair Clarkson and doesn't give him Bergwijn the match ball. had one in his hand, though, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, no, he got he one did. later. But it's just like, mate, you've played 153 games. Yeah, I feel like true. you just give that one up. Yeah, but no, he yeah. wasn't letting go of that for dear life. So that's no. that's good from, from David. <laughs> yeah, and then the yeah. Hawthorne auctioned him off for four thousand dollars. Yeah, well, what if he didn't use that one? I just sat on the pencil day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just, he just cost some charity four grand. <laughs> you, you'll probably buy it, Coots. You'll probably buy it. <laughs> nah, auctioned it last night, mate. Nah, there's no certificate of authenticity. You can't buy it. <laughs> yeah, no certificate, no sale. <laughs> Won't buy our mate. <laughs> oh, oh, Chino. Yeah, oh, okay. um, into some trade news now, uh, and it also Ooh, sort of bleeds okay. into the uh, the Saints v Dockers game as well. I saw that Freo have sacked half their list. They got rid of four players today. Really? Uh, Who? Yeah, they got rid of uh, Toby Watson, Stefan Giro, um, Brett Bewley, and then obviously Adam Chera requested a trade yeah, as well. Okay. I didn't see that. That's news to me. No, I missed that. Miss that as well, yeah. It's really confused me, to be honest, because Watson and Bewley both played on the weekend. Mm. just been delisted. So I find that really confusing because obviously um, St Kilda have come out and said that they're not going to offer Luke Dunstan a new contract, which I have mixed feelings about. But they dropped him before the game. It's just Speaking like, of Adam Chera, um, here, come, here come the haters. This Froyo Dockers fan page has just put a video of him blocking Adam Chera on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, fair, God. I, I don't blame him. I... If you're Chera, I don't understand why you're going. Like, he'd have to be very homesick to leave mm. Fremantle because they're going to be with his friends. Like, they've got a really, really, really solid midfield. And you can actually see the, the development of them a little bit. Whereas going to somewhere like Carlton, where much much of, really in no, no man's land, and that midfield is stacked as well. I can't mm-hmm. quite see him getting as good a fit because he's, not, he's obviously not going to beat Walsh or Cripps. But then you've also yeah. got to think... That you've got Dow, who who's been playing some good footy. You've got um, whoever filthy mullet. Else. Is that him with a filthy mullet? No, nah, that's Zach Fisher with the filthy yeah. mullet. Oh, but like, yeah, I, I don't understand why you'd give it yeah, up. Yeah, he'd be on some pretty good coin at Fremantle as well, because obviously there'd be that please stay here incentive that they've given him. Mm, yeah, um, I also thought it was really good that they they dropped him for the week weekend's game. I thought. Well, he's, I was going to say, he's probably got the right. He wants to leave. He doesn't want to help them be the, like I saw on Facebook. Yeah, he doesn't want to help the club. So there's no point playing, mate. If you're yeah. just going to, like, yeah. he's got that want to leave mindset. He's not going to, yeah. You know, it was I'll a nice, nice thing. I thought. Yeah, yeah it gives, it gives yeah. somebody it a, another Great. opportunity as well. Like even if it's just the one game that they play, it's just like, yeah. well, I mean, you're obviously first pick for you know first reserve. It's just like with well, Chera leaves, I'm in sort of thing. And Chera's yeah. left now. You can make the the most of your opportunity, but like you could keep him in if it was a if the game sort of meant something, but he's probably not going to you know give it his all sort of thing. Yeah, I think if they were in eighth, he probably yeah. would have played because yeah. they're obviously yeah. a better chance of making finals than not. And somebody like Chera, obviously as we saw against the Eagles, has the potential to win you a game. But um, yeah, they were sitting tenth or something and. And they didn't, yeah. didn't really show up. Cooper Sharman put on a clinic. He was robbed of the rising yeah, star. That's name, to be honest. Don't, don't have to be dead to be stiff. Yeah. He must play golf or something. But um, When's that going to get on, eh? I don't, I don't think it is, mate. <laughs> I think it's here to stay. <laughs> said that three times in a row. You're on a hat-trick, mate. Yeah. I anyway. put it on Facebook and Instagram, and then I've said it on the podcast. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I deleted both of those comments because I was like, I don't really <laughs> want to be saying like this, to be honest. The public eye, it sort of got me. <laughs> yeah, correct. 
All right. Do you want to move into the uh, into the old finals? Uh, there's no buy this week. How do we think? How do we think teams are going to pull up with the fact that there's no buy? Doggies are going to struggle. Yep. Uh, Lions are probably just yeah. they're pumped. They got the adrenaline going. Do that. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. These <laughs> they're the same. Their blood's pumping. Um, Sydney. Uh, who they beat? Bloody Gold Coast. So they're just on the on the rise. They just Poor, they just want to sing a song before they play their game. <laughs> so, look, I don't know. I think poor uh, doggies are going to struggle, but I think everyone else who's sort of had come off the back of a good win will probably be all right. I actually Fine, like or... the fact that there's, uh, that there's no buy because I feel like after the weekend of footy we had, you sort of needed to roll right into it. Yeah, mm. yeah. Keep some momentum going. Correct. Yeah. There's been good weeks, of, you yeah. know, good weeks of footy. I think they dropped... What they rested a few people, um, like I know Essendon rested a few against the Pies, which I don't blame them. Um, those winnable games, they rested a few. So essentially, their good players have already had a buy, sort of thing. Yeah, like I think yeah, they rested Tipper and a couple of them. So yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. I think it just comes down to good team management. Robbo, and I, feel like, Robbo. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> if they if they do implement the pre-grand final buy, it's actually. Good for the game, as well. Yeah, it's like you give you give those people who you know because obviously there's right. a fair, yeah, fair chance that um, that you're going to go to war in the prelim. Like it's not going to be an easy road yeah. to get to the grand final. So I feel like you deserve a week off to get everybody as good a chance as possible. Um, go to BWS and bore them out. Go to BWS Kangaroo flat on the way home from Rebel after closing <laughs> and uh, Get a slab. I saw they've got 500 mil VBs now, so it's going to be on for young and old on September 25. <laughs> I tell you what, swim. I do not want to, swim, I do not want to tell you the amount of times I've nearly been cleaned up trying to turn right coming out of that. Uh, out of that, they need to remove that tree, and I'll be fine. But there's a tree that's right between BWS and Rebel that is in my blind spot every time, and I nearly get... out like the the plazas and the villages that we seem to struggle. <laughs> Have they got one of those trees at Epsom Village, have they? Or... <laughs> no, they've got a massive giveaway sign and I didn't look at it. <laughs> and a massive Camry with a Jacinda in it. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh a bucket of water. Oh, so, uh, here's a question for you, lads. Who's um who's gonna go out this week? I reckon probably Dogs. My tip is uh, dogs and GWS. I reckon they'll be they'll be. Yeah, actually. dogs and GWS gone. So yeah, tell your story. I, I think I think the Dojes and the Swans. I'll go a bit different with you on that, mm. just yeah, because okay. if you look at the Battle of the Bridge, which is the worst name of a clash ever, um, <laughs> they've matched up really really well against the Swans. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. They're always close games for one, but GWS actually just match up really really well across the board. Like the midfields are obviously quite close. Uh, yeah. The board lines are quite close. The only thing that worries me is the Buddy Franklin matchup. Yeah. Mm. There's no Phil Davis, and I don't know if they've got the people to cover, especially mm. because you've got 700 people, 700 Swans that can score on the ground. You've I sort of want to see Buddy, you know, Swans keep going so that Buddy might have a better chance of getting. He's not going to kick eight this week. Definitely not. You well, wouldn't, uh, think, no. Correct. You wouldn't think so. But yeah, I think um, I think the Giants can cause an upset, but I also yeah. don't feel like they deserve to beat the Swans because the Swans finished equal fourth. If we're going to be mm. if we're going to be um, technical, and the Giants were three and a half games behind that, so 
yeah. I feel like in terms of, of poetic justice and who deserves it more, the Swans should probably win. But, um, yeah, yeah, I think the Giants, are a, they'll, they'll give it a fair shake of the sauce bottle. And then I think the Dons will get up because the Dogs are terrible at the moment. They've, yeah. I don't know what's happened to Bonson Pally. I think he must be playing with a broken neck or something because he's gone to shit. Probably yeah. cost himself the Brownlow in the process and uh, the Dons are flying. Um, mm. But, yeah, I'm, I'm actually quite interested to see um, how the Dons go against either the Lions or the Ds because I feel like I don't really want to cop them at the moment. Mm. Yeah. I'm not saying that they could beat the Lions or the Ds in the semi, but I feel Is like it... they, they're, they're going to absolutely die trying. Yeah, there's a few big, um, few big. I'm just looking at the like the injury report, and there's a few the medical room, and there's a few players actually, you know, on tests. Um, Harris Andrews, Jai Caldwell's available, Tim yeah. and Woody. Um, to be confirmed though, personal reasons, so I don't know. Um, Zach Tui, like Mitch Duncan. Him, to be honest. Yeah. He was looking, yeah. and I'm I'm not trying to say this. He just looked a little bit slow. I feel like it's, they dropped him to get his fitness right, and he just hasn't been able to do it. Anyway, um, Ports is, is huge. Horatio, Fantasia, Test, Mitch Giordiardi's, Giordiardi's Test, Hamish Hartlett's Test. Like they have a couple of big ends. Mm. Josh Kennedy and, and Callum Mills Test. And what they'll they'll sometimes do is they'll put them in Tank. not not fresh, and they'll either do an injury or Cook it again, yeah. play play really if well. You, so. If you listen to the podcast in about episode five, we did speak about that. We did talk about in people coming back from injury. Well, Callum Mills is a perfect example. Correct. They come back, they thought he was at 60%, went off injured at half-time, and he'll probably miss the first Good final. Yeah. Whereas Melbourne have got a pretty – they're pretty healthy. They're I think the only one out um, – what's his name, isn't it? <laughs> that doesn't Jayden, really help, does it? Jaden Hunt. Hunt. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's, um, he's one to two weeks, so he might – Doubt it though. I still There's feel like it's Jaden Hunt, to be honest, because <laughs> if you're bringing out. him in, like, say you go through to the prelim mm. and he's yeah. in fit, I still don't think you're playing because you're going to take a spot of somebody that's in form. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's not 100%. Yeah. I yeah. feel like there's nobody else in Melbourne in the, in the D's lineup that can run the lines that he can. Obviously, Ed Langdon's the, the only exception mm. to that, but yeah. I, I don't think you bring him in. No, yeah, I don't think you probably need him. Um, and you've got uh, Hibbert. He's he could come back in for Joel Smith's only played the two games, and he I thought he might have got uh, dropped last week, but he um, yeah he kept his spot. So I don't know what they'll do, but uh, interesting. Lots of depth, which is good this time of year. Yeah. I guess it depends who you come up against in the whole Smith Hibbert type debate. Because if you come up against mm-hmm. the full forward line, you're probably better off that Hibbert. Like I'd. If Eric Hipwood was playing, I'd drop um, old mate Joel. But yeah. I feel like the Lions at the moment are going in really, really small and you'd back May and Lever to nullify Danaher and McStay. So you probably yeah. would want another small just because you've got Charlie Cameron and um, uh, Lincoln McCarthy and then the Lions midfield seems to score like there's no tomorrow. So you'd probably, you'd probably want to, uh, yeah. want to put the... <laughs> You probably want to put them on. Sam H, he's, he, he's got the Lewis. What a man. Um, for those who... Well, there is no there is no video for this podcast, but uh, we're just having a look at, at young Lewis, the little, the little what is he, a multi-doodle? <laughs> he's got he's 
got a bit of uh, toy poodle and cocker spaniel in him, so it's poodle. It's poodle. What's what's poodle. he think, Cam? Does he think the D's can go all the way? Well, he, he is a he's a doggy supporter for obvious reasons, but um, no, we, we'll pull the Melbourne jumper on him uh, Saturday night and, and probably put some photos on Facebook. Yeah, I'm sure you will. I'm sure I'll be sure to love heart react to all of them. I'm I'm sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, correct, hundred <laughs> percent. Good boy, good boy, Lewis. Moving, moving on though, who goes into the? Uh, we've obviously talked about the two elimination finals a little bit. Who goes through to the other prelim in Port or Geelong? The Port. Uh, I have tipped Port. Yeah. Do you think they do deja vu because they tore them apart last year in the same match? Mm. Yeah. They look very good. I don't think Port's playing that well though, because like the they just Dick won. On a bit like, of wine, they just won Friday night, and who did they play the week before? I feel like they just won that too. Um, Adelaide, Adelaide. Adelaide. They were losing the whole whole match against Adelaide and just fell in. Um, yeah. And how many goals did they kick against the doggies? Like it wasn't that many. So I don't know. No. I but they, like, like yeah. as you said, Dixie can't beat someone in top four. They stand up against Carlton by ninety five and then lose, nearly lose to Adelaide. Like mm. yeah, real good. That's and a then a bit inconsistent. And I feel like they play skis, mate. like if. Well, I feel like there's two ways to look at this. If the, doggies, if the doggies don't kick the first five against Port Adelaide, Port romp them by 10 goals. Yeah. But yeah. also to dominate three quarters like they did and only win by two points. It's yeah. like there's something, there's something missing there because they, they like the doggies didn't look like scoring at all until the last 20 seconds when um, Bailey Smith missed that kick. Um, yeah. But I just, yeah, it's, it's a weird one because obviously they're going to take that win and run with it. But... Mm. Um, it wasn't if Geelong play, convincing. sorry, Dixie, if, if Geelong play like they did uh, in the second quarter for the whole, you know, or three quarters of the game, Great. they're pretty unbeatable. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, they have the, the, the of doing that. Um, the old Geelong, they can just score. Mm. They, they're probably the best six 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 team in the competition. Like, if you're not on it, a centre bounce, they're going to score against you. I don't think they're going to yeah. be locked up for much longer. Like Tom Hawkins is going to be thinking about hanging them up soon. Yeah, so I would you know? Well, that's the thing, actually, Coops. I was thinking the other day, if Geelong win the premiership this year, they will hang them up. They they're going to do right. a Richmond. They will miss the finals next year. I'll call that now because uh, Selwood will retire, Hawkins will retire, Duncan yeah. will retire. Um, Too many concussions. Um, Lockie Henderson will retire. I think that there's probably five or six people that will retire if they win yeah. the premiership because yeah, like a few of them over thirty. So. There's no there's no fairy tales in sport as, as Sean Burgoyne found out. But winning a premiership in your last game is certainly that's as, as close as you can get. So I wouldn't be surprised if they yeah they win the flag and then they drop right off because you can't Double replace. Yeah, like, like it's hard. Yeah, I I don't think you can. Well, you, of course you can, but people are replaceable. But you can't replace people's impact like that. Anyway, that's right. <laughs> Moving on to the uh, on to the Brownlow camp. I'm not a betting man. Don't ask him. But I was super close <laughs> to putting a bet on the double of Clayton Oliver winning the Brownlow and Luke Jackson winning the Rising Star. I was going at eight bucks the other day. I was very close to putting that bet on. Uh, right. I read a thing today. They reckon that Ollie Wines is going to finish something like sixth or something. That is bullshit. Whoever's come up with that is ridiculous because Travis Boak is... Probably Tom Brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tom Brown makes my head hurt. Uh, but do you think mm-hmm. this will be a Melbourne player win the win the Brownlow or do you think that they've stolen too many votes from each other? Uh, well, 
I, I think uh, Bonds and Pally's probably in the box seat. Um, so <laughs> no, I feel like Jackson Jackson's got the he's got the rising star. I feel like he yep. he's um he's had a pretty consistent year. Um, but I feel like yeah, the Bont he's probably got enough three voters early in the season. Whereas yeah. Petrarca and Petrarca and Oliver they probably take votes off as each other during the year. So yeah, yeah I'd love love to see him win it, but. Well, because they said the same thing about uh, Wines and Boak. They thought that Boak was going to finish eight votes clear of Wines because he's taken that many votes off him. But it's just like Wines has averaged 32 all year. I can't see Boak yeah. taking that many off him. So yeah. I can see where Wines would win. Um, I'd love Jack Steele to get it, of course, but we haven't won yeah. enough games. Like There's been like the Geelong game, for example. He had 37 and kicked two, but I still don't think he'll get three because we lost. No, he'll probably, he'll probably get either one or two. Yeah, thanks for that, Cam. That's really nice. Yeah, keeps. Do you reckon uh, Jack Ginnivan's a chance? Or <laughs> <laughs> oh god, no way! That's good for me. <laughs> oh, well, I just thought he's going to come out with some bullshit about a Collingwood player winning, so I may as well just beat him to the punch and just say Jack Ginnivan. <laughs> oh wow! They're not, they're not nah. winning anything this year, the Pies. No nah, one. Oh, they're not even winning number two pick. No. <laughs> And I sort of hope that the Giants get up because it means that you're, you're going another spot back in the uh, in the draft order, which I just think is quite funny. Yeah, no. Uh, Ginnaman, not a chance. No. He's not a chance. Uh, mm. Something else, before we get into the big talking point of the episode, something else I did see the other day was the Premiership clock. Um, so for the bottom 10 teams, they released the Premiership clock of, of where they're at. And they had St Kilda at about 10pm, which I think is a big... Big joke. There's no way known that we're that close to a premiership. But they had West Coast back at six o'clock. Do we think that West Coast are on the What's way? What's that there? mean? So it's just like so. Twelve o'clock is you're winning a premiership, and then mm. so one one a.m. to six p.m. is like you call it wood. Anyway, from six o'clock to twelve <laughs> o'clock is you're closer than not. It's a bit confusing. But they had Carlton, uh, Fremantle, and I West Coast at, at 6 p.m. And I can't believe that they've put all three of them in um, in the same thing because one was in a grand final uh, three years ago. Mm. One of them has got a club that is in absolute tatters and the other one is sort of in no man's land. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I just think that that's a little bit confusing. Like West Coast, they'll... You reckon Josh Kennedy will go around again? His body looks. I was watching that game against Brisbane. He couldn't. Oh, he, no, did he play? Uh, Could so a bit of a gun play, against him, so doesn't he? he? He just looks finished. Yeah. So um, there's most of their goal scoring if he goes. Yeah, because um, well, I feel like even even when you see Darling kick five or six and he looks like a hero, they're all caused <laughs> because Kennedy creates that space for him. Kennedy goes one way, leaves the mid, like Ben Brown. Leaves the middle open for, for everybody else well, and Darling will snaffle clear. up his sticks. Yeah, time he runs up. Time you runs type situation. <laughs> time um, you run in Navish on a goal. But I feel like they, they might be... Like, Nick Nat's not getting any younger. Um, who else? Like, Shuey. Still beats Kelly. Yeah, and, and Kelly's... <laughs> he's, he's had a big loss in form too. Young Tim. <laughs> Yeah, he has, not he? Genuine match yeah. winner over in Geelong, but yeah, can't can't do a great deal um, yeah. now. But I was a bit bit um, shocked at the Carlton thing. Not just that, but just in general, 
They said they were going to sack David Teague on Monday. They didn't do it. They said yeah, that they were yeah. going to sack David Teague on Tuesday. Didn't do it. Went out Wednesday, and apparently Ross Lyon pulled out of the race. race. And, they kicked um, out for a second time. I'm not sure what's happening. Yeah, Cooper's, Cooper's having some technical difficulties. Um, yeah, apparently Ross Lyons pulled out of the race, and Alistair Clarkson has declared he's not coaching next year. So I can't see them sacking yeah, him. on the world. Yeah, good luck, mate. And they, they, I hope they don't sack him because they're going to be in a worse spot than they are now. Exactly. Well, I can That's, only guess uh, who we're talking about. David Teague. <laughs> oh, okay. We're not talking about your shit, Mob. They don't deserve the airtime. Surely he's, um, surely he's gone. I, th- I feel like he 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 needs another year. He's only had what two and a half. Great. Um, That's short time in coaching, eh? It, it is. Um, and someone had a stat. He's actually won more games than Clarkson and Hardwick did in their yeah. first two years. So mm. you've got you've got to give him a, a chance. I, I just feel like they won't. And yeah, it'll be back yeah. to square one sort of deal. Back yeah. to the board. But you even you even compare them to uh, you compare David Teague to Damien Hardwick in particular, but even you could go as far back as saying um, maybe Simon Goodwin, and the media have absolutely caused this sacking because yeah. Damien Hardwick was in the same boat, but the coverage wasn't as much. Yeah. So they don't sack him because they actually have trust in the in the football process. And look at what Damien Hardwick did. I'm not saying that Teague can do the same thing. Absolutely not. But mm. it's it's almost like the lockdowns. Like once it once it gets leaked, it's like it's almost bound to happen, regardless of whether they they think about it or not. Um and I feel like I don't think David Teague can win a premiership. I feel like he's in the in the basket of has to get the team out of a hole mm. and probably won't be able to do it. He'll probably go at the end of next year. But it's like you've got to give him a chance. Look at what Simon Goodwin did this year. It was like if he lost the majority of the first 10 games, he was gone and he mm. won the first nine or 10 and is now a minor premiership coach. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And the yeah. list isn't that different from when they were talking about sacking him in 2019. Like we've got Pickett and Jackson, uh, but the list is pretty much the same. So yeah, yeah. you've just got to trust the, nat- the natural development of your players. Like you even look yeah. at what Paddy Dow, like everybody was calling him a spud and he is to some ex- extent, but, He's now best 22, deeply entrenched in that midfield. You've got Harry Mackay, who's one of Coleman, and he hasn't even played 70 games. You've got Charlie Curnow, who's t- touted as one of the best key forwards. Jacob Whedon. Who's snaked in the All-Australian. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> Jacob Whedon's an All-Australian defender. Like, there's the foundations are there. They've just got to put it all together. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, moving on to the, the biggest talking point of the episode, Guzmani Gomez. Awesome. Are we doing our tips first, or what are we... Oh, yeah. No, we'll get into the Guzmani Gomez, because I saw Cam's eyes light up. Um, Cam, you're an enthusiast. Can we please grab your order for the podcast? <laughs> oh, look, uh, burrito, chicken, rice, uh, what else? What are they, kidney beans or something? Bit yeah, of, kidney uh, beans. Sour, yeah. sour, sour cream, a um, bit of guacamole. Party sauce. Wrapped up in a nice uh, bit of foil. Some large, large wedges and a bottle of water. So, not the not the water. <laughs> Go away with your water. Oh my god! <laughs> if the Dean um, win on Saturday night, I might have a coke just to celebrate. Yeah, you might even uh, you might even chuck in some nachos on the side there as well. Ooh, the party size, party size nachos. Correct. Nacho, nacho I was uh, yeah. I was having a look at more at the Guzmani. I haven't had Guzmani before. I need to. Okay. 
But I had a really good look in the pulled pork burrito. Oh, yes. bit of Pico de Gallo in there as well. And it's like, you've got my number. Get in my bed type situation. Cooper doesn't rate it. So... <laughs> no, nah, Coop's, Coop's, he's, he Let's just like talk it. about that for a second. Yeah. Coop's has never had it, are I? And Cooper's never, uh... taken, never wasted five minutes of his life looking at the menu. It wasn't five minutes, mate. It was 15 minimum. <laughs> so I actually don't know what they range. Um, yeah. Well, Coops, to feel a part of the conversation, I'll get a wedges. you want to give us That'll the subway me. order? I'll get a wedges. Just, I, think, I feel like a sponsorship might be coming on. Uh, chicken fillet. Chicken fillet. Italian herbs, foot long. Um, chicken fillet, uh, a bit of lettuce, carrot, onion, and a bit of chipotle sauce. Uh, a bit of chipotle. A bit of ground in Chipotle. No. Oh. That was too much that time, eh? (laughs) Yeah, it was correct. Can confirm. Well, there was a lot of Chipotle that one time. (laughs) Dripping. That's extra. Did you want to get into the tips now? We've uh, we've wasted a lot of time talking about food. Um, We've got the qualifying final one, uh, Brisbane and Melbourne at the Adelaide Oval. Who have we got more? Mm, What do you mean, more? Why do you think they're going to win? <laughs> oh, I've just completely. I've gone in the wrong way, but we'll start with we'll start with that because it's technically um, Melbourne because I don't know they play good at Adelaide Oval. <laughs> right. And if you don't, I'll uh, no. yeah, peer pressure, <laughs> peer pressure. Yeah, I'm going to go the D's as well. Uh, I think that they're in in the box seat. It's being played at seven thirty Adelaide on our time, which is just weird, but it's not a bad time. Uh, I think I think that they'll get the the job done. Um, and then the second qualifying final, which has been played on Friday night between the Power and the Cats. Who do we think we got in that one? The Power. I don't know. I think I think the Power just because it's at home in front of the crowd. Yeah, I think I think so as well. Um, right. Yeah, they're just they're looking. I think there there's enough there at Adelaide to get them get them home. Yeah. 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 Um, first elimination final. Is being played on Sunday between the Dojes and the Bombers. Who have we got in that one? Uh, Bombers. The Bombers. Bit of an upset, Cam. I feel like the doggies are due. I, yeah. I just feel like they'll they'll turn it on. And I know what we were talking about it earlier, but I feel like yeah, they're, they're just mm. sort of due. And and they they've you know Essendon. When was the last time they played a final? True. Um, I, you know, it might just um, be worth a couple of goals that experience. So yeah, I, yeah, they're actually I'll... quite a young team too. The Bombers as well. Mm. Bit also even here, like doggies have lost the last three. Bombers have won the last three. So bombers due for a loss, or you know, mm. yeah, I don't know. But I feel like the doggies' experience might, yeah, it might be worth a couple of goals. So I might get them home. But uh, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if the Bombers Bombers did it as well because they did it the other week. But where where's that game? They played Tassie. Yeah, the Utahs. Correct. Mm, Ten for our people. It'll be cold down there, so yeah, it will be very cold. Get, get the long sleeves out, boys. Get the woolen. Get the right. woolen. Okay. Uh, and then the uh, the last game, uh, well, elimination final two is the Battle of the Bridge, Sydney and GWS again at the Utah. That's being played on Saturday afternoon. Uh, I've got the Giants in a bit of an upset. What about you, blokes? I'm going the Swans. I can I'll turn it on. Yeah, I think the Swans, just because uh, they, what did they finish sixth? Uh, probably yeah. could have finished higher. Um, probably deserved to finish higher. So mm. yeah, 
Um, I feel like yeah. I just think that the Giants, although they haven't had a lot more finals experience than the Swans, like they're both youngish teams. I still feel like that run in two nineteen and then um, two eighteen mm. as well. Like I feel like that could potentially help them out a little bit. Just but, on the Giants, actually, I saw yeah. something that imagine if the Giants had the team that they first started out with. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't want to that, actually like. That's oh a good my. call from you. Correct. That's insane, yeah. that team. That team is that. filthy. Correct. If they were still all in the one team, oh, my. Yeah, they would have even... won a couple of flags already, I reckon. Well, like, you know, now. Trelaw, Steele. Um, Correct. Yeah. Adams. Yeah. Thomas Bug. Denzar. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas Bug. <laughs> Tom Tyson. He did He did two good things in his career, well. young Tommy Bug Cam. One was he started Calvin Mills, and the second one was that he retired. <laughs> he became an influencer, so that was good. Oh, no. Yeah, really. yeah. What's an influencer? But like Dylan Shiel, um, yeah. you know, Devin Smith, all those guys. Yeah. Yeah, just, there just wasn't enough room in the midfield for him all, was there? So. Yeah. Yeah, I actually feel like Come sort of cooked them. Like, it obviously paid off in the long run, given the fact that they made a grand final, they've made a lot of finals, but yeah. giving them all those priority picks and all of the players in the priority in the top 10 are mm. all exactly the same player. Yeah. It yeah. actually hurt them because they've been forced to just draft in midfielders because that's all that they get given at the start. Yeah. yeah. You almost would have been, yeah, would have been better to have just taken the first three years, like 2010 to 2013 of priority picks Get yeah. your thirty, and and then uh, just trade them all the way. Get your experience, and then and then move on. I should I should head up the Tasmanian club because Jesus Christ, would I lead them to bankruptcy pretty quickly? I reckon. <laughs> um, do you boys have anything else to talk about? Because this has been the longest episode in history. Has it? It's a, it's a double episode, is it? Or double? Yeah, episode. yeah we I'll missed one because Cooper was sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <look. laughs> No, I've got nothing else to add. It's been a pleasure having you on again, Cam, yeah. and we uh, we hope that the, that the demons get up for you on Saturday. Well, we'll be cheering um, for you. Thank you, lads. Appreciate uh, coming on. Love it. Yep. Love it, Murray. All right. Thank you for listening, guys. Hope you've enjoyed.